to the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Safeli. This podcast is your favorite place to learn about all things that revolve around health and wellness for females under 5'3". By listening to the Fun Sized Podcast, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for weight loss, muscle building, eating, exercising, strengthening relationships, overall health, and so much more. I know that petite women like you don't just want to curate a rockin' little body of your dreams. You want to know how to eat right, work out smart, feel energized, have fun, boost your confidence, and how to move through life while continuing to maintain a lean physique, especially when things get messy. This podcast will always give you a dose of realness, practicality, and empowerment you truly need to develop the highest version of you and be proud to be petite. So subscribe now if you're ready for solo episodes from me and interviews from the best little guests around to support you on your mission to become fun-sized. Hey there, it's Kier here. Welcome back to another episode On my Instagram stories recently, I was talking a little bit about calorie calculators for petite women, and I just felt like there was so much more that I needed to say, and so you guys are getting a full-on podcast about it. So let's dive in. It seems really, really odd, yet somehow believable when nutritionists, personal trainers, and calorie calculators tell short girls who are active to eat around a thousand calories per day, right? It's like almost like a shock, but it's at the same time like, okay, because we're smaller than everyone else, but we get it, you know? But as a short girl myself who works out often, let me tell you why this sucks, okay? So a thousand calories is hard to adhere to. It's hard to get enough protein, carbs, and fats on such a small amount of food. If we simply look at protein alone, a petite girl needs about one gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if she weighs about 120 pounds, she needs about 120 grams of protein, give or take. Now, one gram of protein is actually four calories. So if we multiply 120 grams of protein times four, that's 480 calories. So that's already half of the amount of calories that the online calculator is telling her that she needs to eat. So that means that almost half of her intake has to be strictly protein. But guess what? Some of your protein sources already contain fats like eggs and dark meat. Some of them even contain carbs like beans. So that makes the remaining window for carbs and fats even smaller. And we all know that carbs and fats are so easy to rack up. So it's possible to get all your protein and your fat requirement in those thousand calories, but you're not gonna be able to have carbs without spilling over. And there would be no room for even like a banana or a rice cake. And that's a whole category of nutrients, those carbohydrates, that your body will be deprived of. So in terms of sustainability, it becomes really, really, really hard to maintain a thousand calorie diet. So what tends to happen to the women who try to eat a thousand calories per day is that they might do really 
well for a day or two or even the work week and then all goes to hell on the weekend because they had a glass of wine or a cookie and before they know it they binged and suddenly their intake is so much higher that their average across the week gets brought back up to maintenance and fat loss does not occur because they weren't in a deficit even though they practically starved themselves for most of the week. It's not rewarding. So the other thing that would happen is that she sticks with the thousand calories for a while, maybe two weeks, three weeks, but feels so restricted and deprived and her body starts showing negative signs like always being cold, headaches, low energy, low libido, not having a period. All of those things have happened to me, you guys. So that's draining of itself. Not Nobody wants to live like that. It's not fun. I've done it. It's, it's awful. It's miserable. The second problem that happens when you eat a thousand calories is that your workouts are going to feel awful. Like they're just going to suck, okay? I remember how terrible I felt weeks leading up to my competitions when I was only eating a thousand calories a day and I would pick up the five pound dumbbells and they would feel like a hundred pounds. My strength was complete shit. Like there was nothing left. And I felt so weak, even though I might have looked shredded, but I was like half emaciated at the same time. There was no carbs filling out my muscle. It was simply skin on muscle and it looked pretty much like death if I wasn't tan and had a suit on and globs of makeup on my face as we do on show day. So keep that in mind too when you look at all these like stage competitors and things like that. It's like they are, they've got a lot of stuff going on that's um, kind of fooling you, but underneath it all, they don't look pretty. They look half dead, honestly. And it's, you know, that's a whole nother topic. But anyway, my workouts were awful when I wasn't eating enough. And not because the workouts themselves were difficult, but because I had no energy and no strength to perform them. So if you're trying to build muscle and alter the shape of your body composition, you need good quality training sessions to stimulate muscle growth so that you can also burn body fat. So here's the thing. The reason a calorie calculator has set your calories so low is because you probably told the calculator that you're short and that you're active and that you want to achieve weight loss, which most of us do. And it's all true and honest. But that is probably the biggest calorie calculator mistake that a petite could make. Now I know you're thinking, wait, what? Lie to the calculator? Crazy, right? Well, I prefer to think of it as being smarter than the calculator. See, the calculator creates a huge deficit for people who say they are active and want to lose weight. So without the activity and the goal piece of the equation, the calculator is simply finding your maintenance level of calories, which is the calories your body neither loses or gains weight. However, the calorie calculator doesn't know how many calories you are currently averaging. So here is an example of what I'm talking about. If you are currently eating 1400 calories and the calorie calculator without the activity and the weight loss goal tells you to eat 1600 calories, then if you start following that, you're gonna be in a calorie surplus, which is opposite of what you wanna do. But 1600 calories might be where you eventually want to be. 
And now you might be thinking, okay, this is so complicated. The ca- the calorie calculator originally told me a thousand. Now I'm according to what Kira's saying, it looks more like fourteen hundred. Is that really such a difference? Is four hundred calories really such a difference? And the answer is yes. Those extra couple hundred calories can make all the difference in the world for petites. Because our window of calories is so small to begin with, any increase or decrease of calories is going to have such a significant impact. So if you're familiar with my podcast or my coaching style, you know that I'm a firm believer in starting my clients very close to where their calories are currently at, which is also known as their maintenance calories. So if I have a client come to me eating 2,500 calories and wanting to lose weight, she might begin my program at 2,400 calories, even though the calorie calculator might have told her to eat 1,000 calories. If I have a client who is currently eating about 1,200 calories and wants to build muscle, I start her at 1,200 calories, even though the calorie calculator might have told her to eat 1,800 calories. See, it's all about starting where you are and then building from there. And then from there, what I do is I make small adjustments to her macros weekly to progress her calories in the direction of her goal. So based on the speed of her progress from week to week, I might be more or less aggressive with the changes to her macros. It totally depends on her body. So I cannot give you exact numbers. I can't say go up five grams every week. That that doesn't work like that. Everyone's different. It depends on what is going on with that individual. And the reason for those small adjustments again, is because our window of calories is so small, so there is no need to do these giant 500 calorie deficit jumps like an average person does. And just an FYI, those big deficits, those methods never really work for them either. They just keep being dumb, okay? So these small adjustments help to make being in a deficit more realistic and enjoyable because you don't feel massively restricted, right? If you're starting where you are, then nothing's going to feel like it's really hard or really difficult right off the bat. You just feel like, okay, I'm making a tiny little sacrifice right here. And then once you're successful with that and it becomes your new normal, then you make another small sacrifice. And honestly, if you're doing this right, if you're doing this process right, these sacrifices are hardly even noticeable. So how do you know if the calories you are eating are appropriate for your height? This is a question I get all the time in my DMs. And simply put, biofeedback. Biofeedback is the signs and signals our body gives us to prove whether or not something is working for us. It's like when you take medicine for a cold. If your cold goes away, your body gave you feedback that the medicine was effective. If your body develops side effects and or the cold doesn't go away, your body gave you feedback that the medicine wasn't effective. So learning to listen to your body about calories is a little bit harder than you know, the medicine analogy here. And it takes more time because there are so many variables and moving parts. For example, if you always meet your calories, but one day you don't meet your fat goal and you find that you have trouble going to the bathroom the next day, it's not because your calories were wrong for you. It's that your fats were off. So it's so easy to miss the reading on things like that. But the more you practice, the better you get. 
But overall, it's pretty simple. Good signs mean your calories are appropriate. Bad signs mean your calories might need to be adjusted. And based on everything I've said so far and my experience with working with hundreds of petite women, most of my clients eat about 1,200 to 1,600 calories per day. Of course, there are outliers, so if you don't fall into that space, don't automatically assume that you're doing something wrong because that's not the case. But that is just kind of like the sweet spot that I find that most of my clients are able to maintain. I also require them to have pretty frequent higher calorie days to refeed their bodies throughout my program to prevent metabolisms from slowing down. Not that it would slow down on 1,200 to 1,600 calories for petites, because that's kind of ideal, but because I want their bodies to know what to do with the extra calories when they do come. Because let's be honest, we cannot live life to the fullest if we never eat over 1,600 calories right? You cannot live a full life on an empty stomach. I fucking love that quote. I feel like I can go on and on about this topic, but I'm going to put a pause on the conversation here because I'm sure that some of you have a bunch of questions. So please shoot me a DM on Instagram at funsize.nutrition or email me at kirstensafeli at gmail.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your petite pals. The more I grow, the more I can help women like you feel more confident in their bodies, but I can only do that with your help. If everyone who listened to this podcast would share my content with just one person, I'd have a thousand new petite followers, which would be fucking awesome. So help me grow this fun size community. And last but not least, if you're interested in learning more about my one-on-one coaching programs, head on over to funsize.life coaching and check out all the details there. You can also hit the apply button and get on a phone call with me and we can get this thing rolling. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you enjoy it. And until next time, I will catch you on the next episode. If you enjoy this podcast or any of my fun size content, buy me a coffee and help me keep the content flowing. Just head on over to funsize.life slash podcast to become a supporter.